Hey, it's Roy Richardson from the Neighborhood Tech Troll Maker. Tonight, I got a great guest. We're going to talk about the future of podcasting. Is the future of podcasting video like YouTube podcast or Spotify video podcast? Let's get somebody on here in the nose and let's talk about it. So, I want to welcome my guest tonight, Steve Worthy from Podcasters Live. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's going on, Roy? Good to see you, dude. Yeah, man, I'm just glad you like this. I said, hey, man, Steve, I got an idea for you know, a show. I want to talk about podcasts. Cause I've been getting lots of questions, especially yeah. about YouTube podcasts, because people say, well, mm. what what, what I do with that? And I know, you know there's some apprehensions. Yeah. They could talk about, well, it doesn't have RSS feeds yet. Well, it's coming. I mean, it's coming. So yeah. it's, it's time. Yeah, that's true. That's true, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about everything that we're going to be talking about tonight and, and then answering any questions that are out there in the audience. Yeah. Um, so I tell you, we'll go ahead and hit, we'll get started on our presentation here and get that going. So here we go, yeah, sir. Man. All right. The big question, there's three pros for <laughs> YouTube and video podcasts. So yeah. tell me your thoughts, enhanced discoverability. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing with, with, with podcasting in general, right? So if we just think about it from an audio first standpoint, has always been um, discoverability and also adoption. People not really understanding kind of what a podcast is first and foremost, especially if it's audio format. And what we've seen over the years is that the definition of podcast has changed, right? It has, it has always been initially the RSS feed functioning as the delivery method for for the podcast but now almost if you ask anybody you know typical people about where's the last time they've heard or listened to a podcast they will say youtube and so now get the fact that if you if you think about youtube from a discoverability standpoint right second biggest uh, search engine in the world you you have a highly a, a better likely you know chance of actually getting your podcast actually discovered and people understanding exactly what you're talking about if you want to actually put it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and thanks everybody out there told me about my mic again. I had rebooted right before the show oh, yeah. and my mic jumped again to a different one. It's like, doggone it. So, <laughs> all right. So visual content. I mean, we are, our eyeballs are drawn to video. I mean, that's, is that kind of your thought process there? Yeah, it is. I think, you know, it's storytelling, right? You know, the the issue sometimes we have with the audio side of podcasting is is still being able to tell a story. It's easier to tell a story visually, just like you're actually doing right now. If you were to actually do a podcast using a PowerPoint or using some type of visual aid, right now the attention span and the, and the visual content actually kind of makes your content a little more appealing. Also, it makes the attention span kind of you know, I'm I'm actually focused in right now because of the visual aspect. Plus, there's also learning as you as you visualize something, you actually end up learning a little bit more as well. So not just the the audio aspect of it, but it's also the visual standpoint. So you can actually enhance your overall podcast with your with visual content, and that will actually enhance the visual the the audience experience as well. Yeah. All right. Now here, the monetization opportunities. So yeah. Well, what do you think yeah, here? You know, I think the biggest thing is around, um, it's a, cu a couple of things. So we talked about discoverability, you know, first and foremost. Here's here's the, the thing when I think about the YouTube aspect, and I had um, James Critland on, he's the uh, chief editor of uh, Pod News, and we were talking about 
discoverability. YouTube is a really good place. It's twofold. It's a really good place for people to discover. Let's say you have an audio first podcast. It's a really good place for people to kind of discover your audio podcast and then actually move them over to the audio side of your, your actual podcast. Right. And then from that standpoint, you can actually kind of monetize people a little bit more because guess what? Now you're actually increasing your bandwidth. You're increasing downloads because there's more people um, that are actually discovering your audio podcast. The other side of that is the actual monetization side of it from a YouTube standpoint. If you actually have the, um, the, you know, the, the subscriber base, the ability to get all of the watch hours, all those other aspects as well to do that. The other part, and this is, I'm going to give you a third one. Here's the other thing with monetization. When, when you start to think about sponsorships and people, you know, sponsoring your shows or brand deals and all these other things, people look at the totality of your brand. It's not just, it's not just one arm of your, of your brand. We talked earlier today, I was talking to somebody um, earlier, we were talking about podcasting and we were talking about an ecosystem. So it's not just the actual podcast. You need to have an ecosystem around your podcast, which is your website, which is the visual aspect of it, which is possibly, um, you know, a, a newsletter and a community, right? So you have all these ecosystems. So the totality of your brand actually helps you from a monetization standpoint. So I think we actually have to think about it in in, in, a, in a bigger uh, perspective, not just a singular visual video podcast standpoint, but your totality of your brand. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So, but the problem is everybody has concerns about podcasts being on YouTube. So mm. first one you mentioned is copyright yeah. issues. Yeah. You, here's the thing, man. Um, you got to watch what you say, right? You got to watch the video clips that you add. You just like with music, right? Typically with, um, with music on, on the video side of, of YouTube, you have to watch the, the, the music side and you also have to watch the actual content that you, that you add to your, um, to your video clips as well. If you're adding a full interview of another show or news or something like that, you have to be very thoughtful about, you know, the, the, the copyright infringement or the use of that, of that, of that content. And someone, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm wrong about this, do you let me know, but I've actually done some of the research about it just to make sure that people understand that you have to be mindful of the actual visual content that you actually utilize that, that will correspond with your, with your podcast as well. Um, yeah, and, then, and there's there's a limit to fair use. You gotta you still gotta be careful. There's certain things, even when you think you're fair use, that people will jump all over you on. So, um, next up, competition for attention. I mean, man, oh definitely man. competing on YouTube. You you are you are competing. Here's the here's the the thing. There are um, about four million podcasts, audio podcasts. I forgot the number of um, YouTube channels. I want to say 130 million or something like that. Maybe I think I, I think I'm on the low side with that one. But just think about that the, the 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 vast difference as it relates to the number of channels that are out there compared to the number of audio podcasts is a it's a it's it's a it's massive. There's a massive gap. So when you start to think about actually putting your your podcasts on you know, on YouTube, you have to think about the competition side of it 
right? There are going to be a whole bunch of other people trying to do it as well. So if you actually have a really good product, you actually have people who will follow you. You have a good subscriber base already. You have a good listenership, you know, from um, from your audio podcast to actually go there. Then you may be in you may be in good shape. So you have to go into it understanding that you're actually going to get more into a competitive pool than than you are any anywhere else. As a audio podcaster, you are truly um, a, a one of one, right? And I say that because everybody's podcast is different. Doesn't matter if you're talking about the a very similar topic. You know, you and I, we can be talking about the same thing, but we're going to talk about it in different ways. And that's why I say you're one of one. And yeah. so it's very different on 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 um on youtube while you may be one-on-one there's still so many other people that are probably talking about the exact same thing that you're doing and they've already built up an audience and so now you have to compete against those people who are actually already doing that and been doing it for a while yeah i guess that leads to another question that people have been asking uh and by the way we are going to get the questions the comments and visit everybody here in the chat <laughs> i hear them popping up I hear them uh, popping up. <laughs> I'm not ignoring you. We'll get there. Um, but a lot of people are asking me, should I have a different channel if I'm going to do a podcast on YouTube? And no. what's your thought there? Um, you know, I my my thoughts are no. If if it's a completely different podcast, then what you're what you're talking about, then yes. But if it's it, for me, if it's something that's very similar or it's similar to what you're already doing, then um, then then no. That's why they actually created the podcast category, right? That's why they created the podcast playlist for you to actually go ahead and do that, you know, for your for your actual podcast. So for me, you know, when um, we are uploading, you know, for for both podcasts, for Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy and Podcasters Live, um, and we're doing live, po- we're going to be doing live podcasts now. We're going to be doing them live, but then we're also going to be uploading them, of course, to, you know, moving over to that podcast playlist. Right. And so for me, we're going to be talking about the same thing. So it just makes sense for us to to actually do it that way. Um, I, here's the here's the one thing that, um, you know, a lot of I don't know if this, if this may be a question not, that are people are struggling with that are out there already as well, too, is because. You know, if I if I'm an audio only first person, you know, the thought is, is that, well, do I need to actually go ahead and do a. Um, a video, you know, form of your podcast, you can, or you can actually do, you know, or should I move all of my audio stuff over there to, uh, to YouTube and start, you know, start from there. I would almost hesitate to actually do that. I think if you are going to do a video podcast for your brand and you're going to start it, if you haven't started already, I say, just go ahead and start from scratch. And actually do and actually do it that way, I because I because I think some of the things that you were probably talking about from an audio standpoint probably will transfer over, and I just think it's better if you are going to start a video podcast. If you've already established an audio podcast and you want to do it, then great. If you just brand new and trying to do this video podcast piece, I would say just go ahead and just start from scratch. Yep. Uh. And then lack of creator bandwidth. So explain that one. Yeah, man. So can you do it right? So if you are, if you are a, um, if you are all, if you're an audio only first podcaster, right? Do you have the bandwidth to do this? Right? I mean, it's, it sounds great. 
Yeah. It sounds video, video podcasts sound great. Oh my gosh, they got, they got, they have podcasts on YouTube now. Oh my gosh. You, do you have the bandwidth to actually create that additional content? Right. And I think that's what we're going to end up seeing. We're going to see people who are very and super excited about this whole video podcast piece, but then they're going to burn out over time. I'm not wishing that on anybody. I just know the human nature. It was the same thing with, um, you know, with, uh, with, with clubhouse, right. I remember everybody's like clubhouse is going to kill is, is going to kill podcasting, right? Oh my gosh. Clubhouse is going to get no podcasting. All, first audio, first podcast is not going anywhere for, I, I'm just, I'm here to tell you that right now, period, right? The video podcast piece. If you have the bandwidth to actually go ahead and create the content, go ahead and do it. But I would, I would make sure that you do. And if you can simplify your overall process when you're doing it, if you can kill two birds with one stone, which is actually create a, a, a live stream um, video podcast, then go ahead and do it. Now that actually, then you can actually upload that, or you can do a video podcast yourself, um, you know, uh, on Ecamm or something like that, and then strip out the audio, and then you can do, do an audio version of it, and then you can also do the video um, version of it as well. But make sure you have the actual bandwidth to do it. Yeah, let's check on our crowd here. We got a crowd yeah. out there tonight. So let's see what I see some questions out there as well. Uh, let me see here. Whoop. Uh, da, 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 da. Hang on, I'm changing up because there we go. That should seem better. All right, yeah, here we go. Uh, Florence says, Hey, Dagan, let's go. Hey, Dagan, <laughs> thanks for coming tonight. Yep, let's do this, Roy. Yep, <laughs> uh, stream elements bot running. Okay. Uh, howdy, hey, howdy, hey, all right. Um, Roy Florence, just mommy guy saying hi to everybody. Hey, Lala, how you doing there tonight? Check your mic. So, yeah, thank you, everybody that told me to check my mic. It did swap again. Boy, howdy, I'm gonna have to check that. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 Florence says she meant Roy, not Rod. You might be right, you may have met Rod. So, uh, and Pepper Treeville saying hi to mommy guy. Everybody's saying hi to mommy and Florence. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good. Uh, Lisa Marie out there. Hey, everyone. Uh, oh. Yep. Everybody equip. All right. So this guy has a great voice. I love it. He's got the perfect voice for podcasting radio. So smooth. That is definitely true. Steve, Thank you, you definitely baby. have a Thank great you. voice. So uh, Mommy Gats, I, I recently made interviews. Mm. Made my interviews of the show into a podcast playlist on YouTube. Where can people find this podcast now? Well. Uh, we'll yeah, get to that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We'll do a, what were you going to say, sir? No, no, no. I was going to answer the question. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Please. Please. Show. Yeah. No, I guess you're just asking where can she, where can they find the podcast now? It, it, it should be on your, and I know you've been monetized for a while on Mommy Lala. So, yeah. you know, and it's, it actually should show up if you go to your channel, onto uh, your channel page, it should actually show up um, as a category. Um, it should say podcast actually on there as well too i think one of the other things too when we start talking about bandwidth is you know marketing right i i I have a survey that's out there and it talks about and and that's the question what's the number one thing that you dislike about the podcasting journey and some will say editing but the majority of what i'm getting right now is what i call the afters which is the the marketing and the um the promotion so yeah. even though you may have a podcast 
on YouTube, you still have to promote that puppy, whether you're promoting your video or you're going to be promoting your podcast. So making sure that you actually have the bandwidth to do both. Yeah. Um, let's just pop over to Lala's channel. So yeah. uh, Lala, if you go to yeah. podcast, uh, you know, send folks there and, uh, and get them to come find us. So right now you've got, um, three, three episodes out there. So definitely mm-hmm. recommend, you know, Hey, kind of promote it up and get people to come visit your, your podcast. And, and, and while we're here, um, yeah. this is podcasters live. This is, yeah. um, you definitely need to go here. You need to subscribe to this <laughs> channel. If you, they have so many masterclasses, uh, that they talk about here on the show. And then later stick around. Steve's going to talk to you about a course that he has to get you really going with podcasts and everything. And then also here's podcasterslive.com, uh, which is the go-to place to find all things, uh, Steve worthy and other podcasters that are out there with him. And, uh, and definitely just some great episodes on his show and the podcast as well. So, Definitely recommend going out there. So um, let's go back out and yeah. check out some more shout outs. Let's see here. Uh, hang on. There we go. That, that graphic is not doing amazing. So we're going to skip that <laughs> one. Uh, Anna says, hello. Oh, Anna. Hey, how you doing, friends? I'm guys says, hi, Denise and Anna. <laughs> what mic are you using? So it's a good time to brag about what mic you got, Steve. Yeah, so um, I have a I have a Shure SM7B um, that I use, and where's the um, Lewitt? Huh? <laughs> so the Lewitt? I know, right? I know, I know, I know, I know. The Lewitt is um, is is actually in my little podcast booth. So okay. I have actually been recording my audio podcast um, using my Lewitt, and um, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back in here, man. But um, I, yeah, I. <laughs> You know, I um I had this I had this uh sure on on the on the um you know propped up for for almost like eight to nine months because I was so in love with my Lewitt. and then I had to dust I had to dust um I had to dust the dust off of it and bring it back. So yeah, man. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and you're running that through. You got a Rodecaster Pro too. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because um, when I when I was using it, I was using this one to record my audio podcast, and then of course I was using CloudLifter, um, you know, in there. But yeah, I got it. I got it through my uh, Rodecaster Pro two. Now with the Rodecaster Pro two, you don't have to have CloudLifter anymore. Is that true? correct? Correct. Okay. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yep. It actually all creates right. all the uh, additional um, gain that you actually need for the mic. Yeah. Uh, and Denise is saying hi back to everybody that said hi to her. And Don, Boston Don, how you doing out there tonight? What's going on, Don? How are you doing, man? Yeah. Good to see you. Uh, yep. Pepper Tree saying hi to Denise and Linda saying hello. And then Don, it's a full house night. Yeah, everybody's yeah, out man. there. I'm glad. Welcome everybody. Thank you. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Mommy got helping me out here. She says, "Give everybody some love and and hit that like button." That's right. That's uh, right. In the tray. What a strong in the house. Walter Strong. in the house, yep. <laughs> Tech Trollmaker, yep. I rearranged today, so my sound effect is... Let's see, here we go. All right. Two. Tech Troublemaker! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All dope. right. Uh, let's see how they... All right. Denise asks, how different from a weekly show like this is a podcast? Is it not almost the same thing? Um, It is. So here, So here's the... Let me. I'm, I'm, I want to. I'm going to help a lot. Of, some people out here with with this idea around what really what a podcast is. So, when a podcast first started, I started podcasting in 2007, 
And we, when I started podcasting, my co-host and I, we were just having a conversation that was called By Husbands for Husbands. And we were trying to help husbands balance being, you know, a, a husband and entrepreneurship because we were trying to do the same thing ourselves. And so we just started having a conversation and then we started bringing people. We knew a whole bunch of people in our church and all the guys that were trying to do the same thing. And we just started having conversations about it. And then um, we ended up turning it into, you know, like almost like a radio show. And then we heard about um, podcasting, RSS feeds and all this other thing. So we started downloading the actual audio from it. And then we used RSS feed to kind of push it out to people. That is what podcasting was. I am of the opinion now that a podcast is now is a produced conversation. We have been in the podcast industry so focused in on the delivery method of, of that produced conversation where that's why where people are talking about the RSS feed as it relates to, you know, YouTube, uh, um, YouTube podcast, where you can actually just go ahead and upload your uh, podcast to um, your, your podcasting host and then it'll automatically push to your, to your YouTube as well. You can do it. You can think about it that way. Just, um, this is a roundabout way of answering your question because what we are doing is we are just having a conversation. And so to your point, yes, a hundred percent, this is what people nowadays will call an actual podcast, right? There's a structure, there's a flow, it's a produced conversation. And that's, that's, that's what we're having right now. But there are some people who are in a kind in the camp of like audio only. And now we have, of course, has video podcast as well. So Hope that answers your question. My apologies on long, long, little, little roundabout, but I just wanted to give everybody some context around the origin, if you will, of what a podcast is to where it is now. Yep. Um, and definitely got some more tips here. And we're going to cover, stick around. We're going to tell you how to optimize those video podcasts, those videos that you do, those live streams, to turn them into a YouTube podcast to really take advantage of this option so we're going to talk about that so stick around for that um oh then uh, another concern is loss of platform specific features so are you mainly referring to rss feeds or what are you talking about correct yeah yep exactly exactly i think the other the other thing is that when you go from when you go from one platform to the next so say you are i'm going to keep going back to the audio aspect first right there are now ways for you to monetize your podcast so much easier than it is on youtube through you know subscriptions um there are you know there's there's easier ways to actually get sponsorship and and different things that are baked into your hosting um your podcast hosting platform so when you move the audio or the video aspect over to YouTube, you lose some of the, you lose some of that opportunity because it's, it's not attached to your host, to your hosting platform. It's almost kind of solo, so to speak. So now you, from a monetization standpoint, you either have to kind of try to your best to tie the two together or understand that you're going to either go after you know, the monetization side of it from a YouTube standpoint. So just from a platform standpoint, you lose some of those features that you have from a hosting standpoint when you go video from a, you know, video on YouTube. Yep. All right. So back to questions here. All right. So Lala, 
Lala has, she was talking about, and we, um, we need to cover this for sure, uh, I was, when I just found her podcast, but others couldn't. She says, well, listen intently on how to promote this from Steve later. Hopefully it will be discussed. So it's now a good time to talk about how to promote this video podcast, or should we wait till we get a little bit deeper in the topic on focused on the video side of it? You know, I, 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 my thing with the video, with promoting it, is is going to be very similar to actually how you would promote a video on, on YouTube, right? What do you, first of all, I would probably start with, what are you currently doing right now to promote anything that you are currently doing? Um, you know, do you actually, once again, have the, the bandwidth to promote something completely different, you know, that you're, that you're actually doing? Or are you skilled enough to actually put it in with everything else that you're actually that you're actually talking about? One of the things that we do is that when we are um, talking about, um, you know, from a from a coaching standpoint, we use our podcast um, with retail leadership. We use our podcast as almost as, as a proof of concept, as a proof of our experience. So when I am promoting a actual um, episode you know, out there, I'm actually utilizing it to actually gain clients. So I'm utilizing within my marketing to actually build that proof of concept that people and, and brand aware and brand awareness. So if you're able to do it that way and put it into with with what you're already doing, then I, that's the best way to do it. If you want to do it separately, and if you want to just do video podcasting, then then you're going to actually have to kind of separate that out. You also have to know where your people are right where where are your people if your people are currently on youtube all right um then then of course try to promote it with your with your live streams or your videos or whatever it is that you're uh, that you're thinking about here's the other issue the 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 side issue that a lot of people won't talk about is switching costs it and, and and what i mean by that is from going from one platform to the next if you are an audio only person first the people have to really love you so that for them to switch over to video first to, for, for video, right? And, and vice versa. And so the switching costs, we have to take that into, into consideration. So the offering that you have has to be compelling enough for people to want to go from one platform to the next. The, the human nature tendency is that people will stay on almost on one platform and they may, and they may dabble in another one. So you have to make sure you are marketing where your people are. All right, we Hope got a question here from uh, Walter Strong. What should be a standard yeah. time that a podcast show should be when either doing it on YouTube or other platform, podcast platform? Man, what? That is the million dollar question. That is the million dollar question. And, and you know, and the typical answer is it it should be as long as it it needs to be, right? That's what people always say. And I I, I am of that um I am of that you know can't. But here's what I, I, I would tell you to do. Your first couple of podcasts, audio podcasts, or even video YouTube podcasts, they're going to be, they're probably going to be long, right? Because you're probably going to have a lot to say. You may end up getting nervous and you may just end up putting it out there. It's going to, they're going to probably be long. And that's okay because you have to think about podcasting from a long-term game, right? It is, it is, it is, it is not a a quick fix. It is a long-term game. So if you are able to get several, you know, episodes out there, five, six, seven, ten, you know, 12 episodes out there, you are going to start to gain more 
um, what we call information and analytics, just like you do from a YouTube standpoint to understand when people are dropping off. I'll give you a great example. Uh, retail leadership with Steve Worthy. We, we were going 45, 50 minutes with our podcast and our listener listening time and consumption was actually pretty good. It was around 65, 60, 65%, but we saw people dropping off at the 25, maybe 35 minute mark. So guess what we did? We, we shaved it down. The podcasts now are around 25, maybe 30 minutes and our, and our listening time or consumption has actually gone up to, you know, to around 80, 85, 90, actually. And we just looked at the numbers just last week, uh, my, my VA and I, we actually got a hundred percent on several of our podcasts, um, meaning that they've actually stuck through the entire time. So start where you are, gather the information and trim wherever it is that you need to. Yeah, I was just trying to see Lala if I could indeed find your podcast on YouTube music and Anyway, but anyway, so here's Lala's question. She says, will mm -hmm. video, uh, video podcasts on YouTube be searchable on YouTube Music? So, um, I hope so. Yeah, they, 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 if I'm not mistaken, that's where they started it out first, but I'm not sure if it's actually, if it's actually able to actually do that um, right now. Yeah, there we go. Uh, fix Fix the formatting there. It was just coming out. Just not going very good on my comments there. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, that's what happens. You change everything up today. And so I was trying to get it. Um, also, there's another question. Should a new podcast have a voiceover intro and outro done by someone other than the host? Or can the host do it themselves? I like someone else doing it. Um, I, I really do. I think it breaks I, it, it, it breaks it up. Um, in, in my experience, um, the and from all the research and when I started podcasting, um, I always used a, a different voice uh, for my intro. And I and honestly, um, I used a female voice. Um, and I've seen the opposite. I've actually seen a um, a female host use a uh, use a male uh, just because it breaks it breaks the listen to me. They're about to listen to you for 25, 30 minutes, right? Any little piece you know, that they can get that breaks it up, you know, um, you know, with another voice, I think it's, it's advantageous for you because if you look at the structure of a really good, of any really good podcast, even video podcast, it starts with the hook, right? Which is a quick little story that kind of drags to bring, bring people in. And then it will switch to kind of the intro and that intro should probably be somebody that's, that's different than yourself. Yeah, I was gonna say you could get always do sound effects to make your voice sound different. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. All right. The future of podcasting. So these are your points. Yeah. Downloads. Yeah, less man. Dude. Listening time. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Now, I um, I I have been I have been preaching this message for the last two and a half years. Um, that we measure podcast audio standpoint success by downloads yeah. right and we have we have realized and we have termed that downloads are are aspirational acquire our aspirational acquired knowledge because downloads can stay in your in your system so just because someone downloads your audio podcast that doesn't necessarily mean that they've listened to your podcast yeah. right 
So I am a fan of listening time because the longer people or consumption, the longer people stay on your platform, stay on your podcast listening, that's the, the better off you are. And I think from an advertising standpoint, the advertisers are going to start to come because what's your, you know, just because you got, you know, a thousand downloads, that doesn't necessarily, people are buying fake downloads, right? Mm -hmm. But they can't buy, they can't buy consumption. That's the actual people who have downloaded and are listening to your podcast. I'm going to say it here first, within the next 12 to 18 months, I firmly believe that downloads are going to be less important and listening time or consumption is going to be the number one um, measurement for, for success for your audio podcast, just like we do with YouTube. Right. Yeah. And, and Spotify can measure it as well. They know they've got the analytics built into Spotify as well. So YouTube and Spotify, both are going to be able to say how much time somebody spent listening to your video or the audio of your video. So, yeah, and you can go and you can go to specific episodes, right? Just like you can on YouTube, right? You can go to specific videos, you know, from an audio standpoint, you can go to a specific episode and actually see, you know, like, you know, maybe you tried something new in that episode yeah. and it, and it, and it worked and you're like, Oh, that's so dope. Like, and it worked. And now everybody's like, they they love what you did. You know, we, we added, we added something to our, our audio podcast um, with retail leadership with Steve Worthy, we call it a North star. And, and that is like, the, that's like 75% of the way through the episode. And that is really helping the audience see themselves in the solution, right? It's helping them, you know, you know, I, I put it in this context. I'm like, Steve, you've talked to me, you know, all this time, you've given me all this leadership advice. Da, 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 da. What does this mean for me? What does this look like? You know, what does success look like for me when I implement everything that you just said, right? And they want to hear that. They want to see that. And what we noticed was that our listening time and consumption time increased when we started doing that. So that's why I said, if you get the analytics and you've tried something different and new, then you can actually see the impact of something that you've actually implemented, you know, over time within your podcast. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um video podcast increase so 100 percent, yeah 100 percent. it will it just will right it's just it's it's it is it is going to increase there are going to be tons of people that are um going to get after it um you know and that that's where our, you know that whole um con part right about you know the attention and in, in, in competition space that's okay it's okay competition breeds quality right it, or it should but there's just going to be a, a massive increase over the next, I think, 12 to 18 months of people doing video podcasts. And I was going to say, I'm a big fan of Guy Raz, but I was, uh, YouTube popped up today and said, oh, hey, Guy Raz got a podcast out there now. And I went and it was an audio only podcast. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to listen yeah. to that because I'm used to watching yeah. videos on YouTube. So, you know, I, I do yeah. see that the video podcasting is definitely going to increase viewership. Uh, people like to see faces, they like to see expressions, mm -hmm. they like to hear words verbalized. So yeah, I think it's coming. And then a real intimate yeah. engagement. Yeah. So um, I am, I'm of the opinion that while video podcasts um, and are, are, are going to, are going to increase, 
people are still in 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 the the idea of AI creating content and creating all of the um you know uh, speeding up kind of the content creation process right i still firmly believe that you still got to deliver it right whatever it is whatever ai that you use to help you with the content whatever platform that you use right you still have to deliver period so you can go and try to do all this other stuff but if you're if you are not prepared with really good content and ability to capture attention then it just it's just not it's just not going to work and so i am of the opinion that people are going to want more intimate engagement and connection and me, and what i mean by that is community taking all the people like you have in the audience and taking them off a platform and putting them on your own platform and connecting with them you know in real time we are going to be doing something with um probably in about a month or so with um our uh saturday morning training because it's been it's been going it's been it's been going well and um we are going to test something and we're going to you know invite people to a um, an off-platform event where um i can actually just connect with them you know all of them you know one 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 one-on-one or in or in a group and then i can actually present you know a live stream topic or a podcast topic or a training and then i can go back into the audience and connect with people i feel that that those type of elements and those type of things are actually missing and i think those are going to be the events that more and more people are going to want to engage with that sounds great and then increase monetization so we know that youtube is the king of monetization so if you can master youtube and you do it with a podcast it's just oh. going to benefit you there. Oh, there you go. You answered it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and then the other thing about, uh, so what about sponsorships or, you know, brand deals with a video podcast? Is that something that people should look for to, to do? I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's, I, I, once again, do you, do you have the bandwidth and do you have the capacity to, to do it? Right. You know, it's easy to, to talk about, you know, um, you know, tell people to get a sponsorship, but man, do you, do people, does your audience, do you have a big enough audience for people to actually buy from, right? Are they going to actually do something? They say about 3% of the people who are, who are either on your audio podcast and even on your video piece actually, actually do something, right? So do you have, do you have enough people to actually turn um that subscriber base or something like that into an actual sponsorship deal or or something now having having a video podcast does uh, avail you the opportunity to um if you are a a um an audio you know um what i mean by like a visual video audio podcast guy that talks yeah. tech right now this does give you an opportunity to talk about the iphone and talk about you know the the sure 7b you know, in, in real time. So now if you have something that translates, you know, to the visual, visual, visual format, then by all means, go for it, create those spots, right? One of the things that we do with retail Alicia, we sponsor our own, um, podcast, right? And we do that now we we're working, we're, we're trying to work with a uh, zip recruiter to actually sponsor some, on uh, some episodes, but we have sponsored our own 
because for me, that's our monetization. You know, yeah. if I'm able to get two clients, you know, if I'm able to get one or two clients per episode, guess what? We've, we've, we've completely monetized for the year. And so that's how we actually think about it from that standpoint, even with the video podcast, even with the podcasters live from a training standpoint, if I'm able to, you know, get coaching clients from that training standpoint, guess what? I'm, 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 I'm monetized. So I'm not looking at it from that standpoint, you know, just, yeah. just the actual subscriber base. Hey, Sammy superstar. How are you doing there tonight? What's up, uh, Sammy? Denise says, I enjoy videos so I can see the video podcast, a natural extension of that. Yeah. yeah. So, and stick around. We're going to talk about how to optimize your videos for a video podcast. So stick around. We're not done yet. Um, people still want real conversations. AI cannot create that. That 100%. so far. Hundred <laughs> percent. So far. That's and mom so got saying hi to Sammy. <laughs> it's coming. If you can do AI to make images, you can make AI. I've already played around with some AI voices already. So I literally did a video where I took I went to ChatGPT, I created a script. I then went to another website that did AI video and I had it turn it and create a video for it. And then I went to a third site that did AI voices mm -hmm. and I did the voice. So my voice is not even on that video. So it's coming, <laughs> you know, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing, um, this Saturday we're doing, um, Bard, um, versus yeah. chat GPT this Saturday, this Saturday morning. So I'm yeah, excited, I'll, excited I'll, about I'll, that. I'll, I'll keep my opinion to myself cause I don't want to spoil the lead. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, definitely. If you have any questions, be sure. Uh, to start them with a cue, so we see them out there. All right, so optimizing for video podcast. So first of all, you got to optimize videos for audio. And mm. why is that? Because with YouTube Music or Spotify, people can listen to your video podcast as an audio podcast, and you want to be able to have it dual purpose to work for both scenarios. So mm -hmm. those people that enjoy watching video, for those people that don't have time and listen to it through Bluetooth or in their headset or AirPods at the gym. So you got to kind of match. I mean, what's, what's your thought process on that? Yeah. I, I you got to think about when do people li actually listen to your podcast? So, and if you don't know, do a survey, you know, right. Or, or even, or when do people watch your videos? Right. So when you start to think about trying to do a video podcast, if you are just doing videos, maybe, maybe you want to think about, you know, that aspect of it. I, what, 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 what I would also say is that you have to realize that people will listen to your podcast or listen to the video side of it when it's just in the background, right? And, and when it's convenient for them. So that's why you also have to know what people are doing when they're listening to your podcast. Are they, are they, are they driving to work? Is it, is it in the evening? Is it during the day? Right. All, all, for me, all these things matter. Because now you know one to one when to release the content, and then two, you can probably create content that's going to appeal to them based on when they actually listen, you know, uh, to to your actual podcast. So get get really specific, and that you have to know your audience a little bit deeper. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, so remove video video only elements. So if you're doing a demonstration that's definitely only visual. That's not going to translate well to an audio podcast. Though, admittedly, viewers uh, listening on, well, downloads, I should stress, downloads of my podcast jumped up when I started taking my live streams and taking the audio off and just doing a little bit of editing, but mm. not to the level where I said, oh, you know, hit the like, subscribe button. I, I didn't clean it up all the way. 
strangely, I have more downloads on my podcast now, so I don't know what that is. But I, I think really to do it right, I should go out and clean all that stuff up to really benefit my audience. So yeah, I, I, I that's always been my recommendation, and there's always is always always been it's twofold. You can either do it that way and take out the kind of engagement because here's the thing if if you are if you're if you are doing a um a video live stream or video podcast and you want to try to translate that into an audio podcast it's just not going to work it's just not going to work i don't want to hear you you say hi to 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 mommy to to mommy lala i'm when i'm driving i I really don't like i can care less who mommy lala is when i'm listening to this audio podcast right i want to hear the content because the visual side of things, you can go ahead and turn that off and do something else. Audio is a completely different form of of engagement and um and time suck that people are 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 willing to do. So you got to make sure that the audio side of it um is is, is top notch and remove some of those video elements. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. Boom. Number three. My bad. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm you mentioned ahead. it, so I hit the button. Anyway, <laughs> remove audience interaction. I mean, I you know, I hate that because I, I love everybody coming to the show. And when we do live stream, that's amazing. But for a podcast, you're right. Nobody, unfortunately, nobody wants to hear you say hello to, to mommy, la, la, mommy Lala. But I much do. I like to hear mommy that. Mommy Lala. As much but as we, we love, love Mommy Lala. Lala. It's not you know, Mommy so. Lala. It's just their preference when they're listening in the gym. That's not what they want to hear. So. Uh, and then, you know, do a better job of removing filler words. So if you did a live stream and you said, um, and ah, a lot, take this stuff out. Um, I haven't, um, I haven't fallen in love with the script yet, but uh, that, that mm-hmm. might be one approach to definitely clean up, yeah. you know, those filler words and make it easier. Um, but, uh, like, um, but, uh, yeah, so definitely go through and remove those filler words and then remove dead air. So, you know, I have. Things blow up when I'm live, but those things don't need to go into the podcast. I can cut those parts out anytime I have a technical yeah. glitch. Yeah. Save your listeners, take that out because they're they're spending time listening, and so it's not the same as actually catching it live because they can't interact with your podcast. So Mm-mm. remove Mm-mm. those things that are interesting for a live stream, but not as interesting for a podcast. Yeah. So. No, a hundred percent, man. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to talk about here in a second. We're going to talk about yeah. best practices that work regardless. And, but let's do a couple of shout outs here. A couple more yeah, man. folks out here. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Denise says, I, I think I need to watch that one where you discuss the two forms of AI. So, so when we get, we can give you time to tell everybody when you're, where you're going to be next so they can get there. Yeah. And then also Denise says, I agree when I'm driving, even, if I listen to a video, I don't want to hear it. So she wants to take out all the yeah. the shout outs to the community there because she's in podcast listening mode at that point. She's not video watching mode at that point. So good good stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, here's the question. Uh, great advice, Steve. So after the show, we need to edit the video or intentionally not interact with people. How do we connect? How do we connect to disconnect? Yep, have a like very similar to what Roy's doing. Roy's having a very strategic portion of his show when he's actually engaging, right? And so I think that's what you, if you're going to do a video um, podcast and then turn it into audio, you need to have those moments of very specific engagement 
um, when you're actually talking to somebody, because in that way, that's, it makes it easier for you to actually do, do the editing process, you know, you know, with that as well too. The, the other, the other way that we, we do it from a podcaster's live standpoint, so you can, um, you can you listen to a couple of our episodes and we have some new ones coming out. Um, we take, so if we're, if we're, Roy's on my show and, and I'm interviewing Roy, what I, what we do is, um, we take out my, my audio and I just have Roy. And what I end up doing is I take out some of the best bits that, that Roy has talked about probably 15, 20 minutes of, of things that Roy has said. And I do a narrative style podcast because I, I may want to go deeper for my audience and what Roy said. So if Roy gave an answer, like what's a, what's a podcast Roy says, well, it's a raw SS feed and and I tend to, you know, kind of um, elaborate on that. So, so, so I just want to, I want you guys to hear what Roy's perspective on what a podcast is. And you say it, and then do you agree with Roy? I am of the opinion that a podcast right now is a, is a conversation. So even though Roy may think that it's an RSS feed, we think that it's da 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 da. So I, you know, not saying I always weird, weird, I'm always disagreeing with the, the guests. I'm just using that as an example. But what that does is that that creates a completely different listening experience than just the overall interview. Me me asking Roy a question, Roy asking a question, and and that's a that's a really good live stream. But I think from an audio standpoint, I always think you you, you need to give that person something a little bit deeper. And so that's how that's why we turn take our live streams and we we turn them into more of a narrative style. It's a lot of work. Good stuff. Good so. stuff. All right. Here are tips that work regardless of format, whether you're audio or video. These are best practices for podcasts in general. First, before you even do that podcast, you need to identify who your target audience is. You need to figure out, you know, I hate to say niche down, niche down, but that's part of it. But you got to figure out who you're targeting with your podcast. Um, you know, Steve, what was kind of your process when you kind of first started doing podcast that you said yeah. oh, this is a topic i'm gonna do yeah we were like my my very in 2007 we were very um you know we it, it kind of fell into our laps the concept because we were teaching um entrepreneurship at our at our church the guy jerry and i and i was actually writing business plans and, and swot analysis and marketing plans for for different people and businesses as well and so um, I was, and I was hosting like this, it was like a Saturday morning kind of sit down with a whole bunch of different entrepreneurs and guys would just be coming and coming and coming. And then we started connecting and we we're like, dude, we need to do something. And, and so we just figured out, well, we're still learning all of this stuff and we're trying to balance, you know, you know, um, being a husband and also being an entrepreneur. And we got all these dudes that keep asking us questions, right? So boom, that's exactly what we did. And, um, and so for you, whoever is out there, when you start to think about your podcast, I would think about it in the context of like, what does everybody come to you for, right? Yeah. What does everybody, what is that one thing that, that you could talk about a nauseum that, you know, you just don't get enough of? For me, it's, it's retail leadership and podcasting um, and live streaming. Like I have found my sweet spot. I could talk about both of those at nauseum all day long and so that's those those are the two things that we, that we talk about yeah all right next up plan your content so 
you know, unlike you, you can't really, I, I always plan for my live streams. I've always kind of researched and I've thought through it. Mm-hmm. I've discussed it with the guests. We've already collaborated on ideas. Steve hit me up. So, oh, I got all these great ideas for the show. And like, oh man, that's fantastic stuff. And so, you know, um, that just made it so much easier to make a really great show. So you guys could get a ton of information. And then he just reinforces by coming in and dropping all those truth bombs that he does. So, um, but yeah, you got to plan your content because you already yeah. figured out who your audience is. And now you got to plan content that that audience wants to see. So, I mean, yeah. what's your planning process, Steve? What, what do you do when you go through that? So we have, we have pillars. Um, and I, and this is what we teach with, with our, with, with our, with our clients is our, our content pillars. So these are the, these are the three things that we always talk about, you know, within our content. And so I think it's important that you have those content pillars because the tendency is that you will start to talk about the next, the next latest and greatest and, or what's hot. And that has nothing to do with your, with, with your audience. And now I see it all the time. People will, people will grab this because it's hot, but it has nothing to do with your audience. And then guess what? When they, when they start listening, why are you, why are you talking about that? Like, you know, if I want, if I, if I like, you know, Chevy, you know, um, Chevy Camaros and I love Chevy Camaros, I keep talking about Chevy Camaros. And then one day I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Range Rovers just because Range Rovers are brand new and they're hot. Dude, I don't, I can't stand European cars. Right. So what are you talking about? So make sure you have content pillars that you run your subject matters through, because if you don't do it, you are going to, you may fall for and go down a slippery, slippery slope. So you don't want to do that. Make sure you have content pillars that you can go always fall back on. Yeah, definitely. Um, invest in quality equipment. So audio, audio, audio. So the first thing you need to have is like the best mic that you can afford to get. And granted, there's some really affordable mics out there that do a fantastic job, like the Samson Q to you. That's a good starter mic. Um, You know, and then build up. So I started off with, uh, I hate to say it, a Blue Yeti, but it was the one before Logitech bought them. It was the one before Logitech bought them. So I thought it was a pretty good mic. Um, And now I've got the the, the Shure MV7. I love this mic. It's fantastic. kicking you out that's, that's my, <laughs> I, I upgraded okay i upgrade but i mean it's a podcast you have to absolutely have fantastic audio for a podcast yeah um but it doesn't have to cost an arm and leg to have that you can start with something you know around 60 bucks there's there's actually yeah. a few mics around the 25 range um i'm trying to think like the finite or something brand yeah finite yeah fine yeah the finite finey or finey fine something yeah, like that F-I-F. Um, I and E something, something yeah, like that. It's actually a decent you know? mic. I, I bought yeah. one for my wife cause we were doing, we were going to do some podcast episodes together. Yeah. Um, so you can start off low and then later when you decide, I really want to have a radio sounding voice like Steve has naturally, you know, you can mm-hmm. buy a better mic. I, I would set, set goals. Right. Yeah. So when I started back podcasting, um, I, I started back with a road into USB and it's a condenser mic and it picks up every freaking thing. Um, and then once I hit, you know, um, a certain number of downloads, um, cause I was super measuring them at the time. Once I hit a certain number of downloads per episode, then I, I, um, I traded up. I started with my road into USB. Um, so a $19 pair of headphones, 
and I and I recorded directly into or directly into my iPad um, using Audacity. I did that. I did that for the first year of my of my um, um, you know back when I when in 2007 when I started back podcasting again, and it served it served me well. And then once I hit certain metrics, then that's when I I bought a um, a Shure um, MB7. Um, I still still got that, and then I bought a Rodecaster Pro after I hit another, you know, um, um, you know, benchmark. So I think if you you if you you kind of gamify, you know, your 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 journey, then uh, over time you can actually go in and, and justify, if you will, you know, um, you know, yeah. you know, the investment. And I, I'm referring earlier to all the effort to do a video podcast. It was a lot of work. Uh, and then Denise says, "Wait, what? No Blue Yeti." So, so the Blue Yeti actually, there it is possible for the Blue Yeti to be a good mic. If you use the right cardio pattern, you make sure you set it for the pin cushion. Make sure you're talking into the side of it as opposed to the top of it. Uh, so the Blue Yeti is a good mic. It's just not a fantastic mic. And once you get better mics, it's always fun to make fun of the Blue Yeti. Um, so I, it, I just have never been a fan. Like I, like, so I didn't even get it. Like I, I mean, like even when I, you know, I was when I was, oh, excuse me, when I was searching for mics, I was like, I just super bypassed it just because I just yeah. did. that was with me. So I'm, 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 I am a mic snob sometimes. I yeah, and, and Anna says the Q2 works for her. Yes. So yeah. uh, I bought that Blue Yeti that's behind me there in 2014. So yeah, take take that down. Take that down. <laughs> I, you would get you you yo listen to me you 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 you'd get like a you get right to a thousand as soon as you take that down like subscriber. <laughs> it's going out tonight then it's gone it's gone so, now if you told me that i'm gonna make that happen, so. just... uh all right next up develop your hosting skills so you need to practice i i recommend recording yourself doing the show live by yourself or Finding a mastermind group that's just really cool with you to go out and practice yeah. in. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, you know, some wonderful Facebook groups that I'm a part of, uh, that Steve's a part of, that will let you go in there and just practice. Yeah. Um, but you've got to kind of build up your vocal presence and, and your hosting skills and your interviewing skills. So um, next month, I've got Doc Rock coming on. We're going to do an episode where we talk about interviewing skills uh, that you need to develop. And so, you, you know, I'll, I'll make sure everybody knows a date for that when he's coming on. Um, but mm -hmm. just, you know, take that opportunity to talk about, you know, develop your skills. Steve, how did you have a natural radio voice, but how did mm -hmm. you kind of build your vocal presence? You know, I did, um, um, practice. I did, I did some radio, um, in, in college and then in New York for a little bit. And then, um, I did a little radio when I first first time I lived in Atlanta. Did a, did a little bit, and um, it, it just it took practice to 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 get there. And I think the people can people can can hear a smile, and some people don't don't get that. Like they can hear they can hear a smile, and so when you are doing an audio only podcast, it it forces you to you know use different. Um, aspects of your voice, right? Different tones, tenure, you know, um, expressions, you know, when you're really excited about something, I can't believe, just just wait, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about this and, and you got to make sure that you stay tuned for this or you can use it in the context of telling a story. <sighs> Let me tell you about the time I really screwed up. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you, you know, you, you know, or you can like, oh my gosh, Roy, I'm so happy to be here. Like they can tell I'm actually super happy to be here and I'm actually smiling. And so it does take practice and being, being monotone o- o- over time. That's, that's just as bad as having horrible, horrible audio. Right. So being, being able to understand where you need to, you know, use your voice differently um, and being able to tell a story and then connect you know the audience to that story you know has this ever happened to you have you have you ever seen yourself doing that what are some of the things that you think about when i as i say this right all these different ways that you can bring the audience in so from a hosting skill standpoint it's not just being able to disseminate information it's to bring people along you know for the journey because that's exactly what you're doing in the podcast you are bringing people along for the journey and if and if you can't do that, you, you, over time, you actually have to learn how to practice that. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, consistency is key. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I go live every Tuesday night, 9 PM mm-hmm. Eastern, 6 PM Pacific, whatever it takes. Last week I yeah. went live on my mobile device so I could be here. And, and, and if I can add one more thing, like yeah. understand and find you find, and you have to find your voice, right? Um, meaning that, you know, when you are first starting out, the tendency is that you start to, you, 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 you find your, fir- your favorite podcaster or live streamer that you like. And the tendency sometimes you start to imitate them, right? The mannerisms of what they say and what they do. And I get it and I understand that. But over time, you have to find your over, not just your vocal voice, but you have to find your voice and how you deliver information and content. And, that once you're able to do that, you're able to kind of find your sweet spot in your communication style and you're, and you're comfortable and people will either like you or they won't like how you communicate something, but at least you are your authentic self. So making sure that you're doing enough practice that you can actually find your voice in your cadence and how you like to deliver th- different things is super important for uh, attention span and making sure that people understand, you know, how important it is with whatever it is that you're trying to tell them. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, people should be able to predict when you're going to go, when your show's going to come out. So Tuesdays mm. are a very popular day mm. for podcasts to come out. I'm, probably 90% of the podcasts I listen to come out on Tuesday mornings for some reason. Yeah, That's just the day that everybody picked. Um, so if suddenly Tuesday morning your podcast isn't there, yeah, people are going to wonder what, where, where are they at. So yeah. um, promote your podcast. So we kind of talked about this some earlier, the same thing you do for promoting your live streams or your mm-hmm. videos, you would do the same thing to promote your podcast. And I mean, what, uh, you, know, you were talking about how your podcast kind of are your branding and they, they lay the groundwork to let people know, Hey, I practice what I preach and I know what I'm talking about. That's why Steve's here because I need somebody smarter than me to talk about podcasts. Um, and we're going to tell you about how to go to his website and, and connect with him. Because this is podcasting 101 here. We're not, we're not going deep here. So you want deeper, you got to connect mm-hmm. with Steve. And, and he's going to tell you how to connect with him just a little bit. Um, I mean, definitely, that's, that's big there. So, um, And then you got to engage with the audience. So you've got to give them ways to connect yeah. to you. So like for my podcast, I tell everybody to come reach out to me on uh, Twitter. But now yeah. that if I'm going to do a podcast on YouTube, you know, luckily people can leave me uh, comments and 
those are ways to connect and I can post an email address for people to email me. I have a mailing list now so people can go out and subscribe to my mailing list. And, and so you've got to give your audience a way to connect with you to, to give you comments and feedback. Um, Steve, what's your approach? How do you, how do you engage with your audience? You know, um, first of all, it's, a, it's, it's, it's community, developing a community. I think, I think the two things that you need to, you need to do, because I spoke earlier about ecosystems, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's not just your podcast. I, I think you need to have a community. You know, you need to have whether a Facebook group or some other type of community where people can engage with you off of off of like their main platform, whether it's YouTube or IG or whatever it is, because they want to engage with you. I think too, you need to have a website, right? I um, we're gonna be doing a episode around around um, you know pros and cons of of making sure that you actually have a website. Here's the thing, because um, I, I'll give you an example, like 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 today. Um, the 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 internet went out early this morning. And I was like, man, the hell is wrong, man? I, and I didn't know what to do. And I and I realized it's like, man, holy crap! Like, you know, I am so dependent upon the internet to kind of, you know, after my quiet time to get my day started. I was like, oh my gosh, so I just broke out a book. It's the same thing when I think about all these other platforms. You know, um, they can kick you off a platform from violating whatever it is that they they may feel. You may copyright strikes or whatever it is i always think that you actually have to have your own land that you want to make sure that you actually have people that um, where they where they can connect with you on so making sure that you have like your own website and your own community that way you can actually engage with your with everybody there and then of course all the different social media is making sure you know where your people are that you can engage with them there as well yeah and, and speaking of that so here are two places where you can reach out to Steve right here. First of all, podcasterslive.com. So that's his website. If YouTube is down, his website's still around. So, and, and <laughs> or then, of course, Facebook, or even if my Facebook community is down, I still got the website that people yeah. can connect with me on. And then, of course, Podcasters Live on YouTube, where he does just great tutorials there and has great guests to talk about different facets of, of podcasting. And then here's, here's the other part. This is, mm. if you want to connect up with Steve, Steve, tell them all the amazing ways they can connect with you and all the cool things you can get them beyond. Yeah, dude, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked to, to talk about all of these, right? Um, you know, you guys see the little QR code if you want to connect with us down there. You know, um, I am a, I'm a former professor as well as a retail exec. And so I love teaching, coaching, training. And part of what we do is, is, is coach people to help them understand a little bit more about where they are so they can get to where they need to be. The 90 minute um, power sessions, we realize that there are certain people, certain people are stuck in certain facets, whether it's live streaming or, or podcasting, they may not need a full blown, you know, coaching session. They just probably need an, an hour and a half of time just to kind of work through concepts and ideas and, so, and to move them forward. Or they may have tech issues, and they may not. They, they may uh, also want to understand how to create their own voice, and so we help them with that. We also have kind of this re jump start. So if you currently have a live stream or a podcast that's kind of faded, then we help you kind of get back on the horse with that session, kind of talk, looking at where you were to help you move to once again to where you need to be. And with from concept to creation, one of the things that we realize, and this is just a hundred percent fact. 
is that around 50% of podcasts fail. And they fail, be, they fail because of pod fade. And that typically happens um, at the seventh episode. And so what we do is we help you create an entire 12 episode season for your podcast. What that does is that springboards you past that pod fade and gets you off to a successful start. It's a five module process. We, um, we, we take you through concept development, gear, um, promotion, editing, all those pieces that you need to actually have a really good podcast, but more importantly, to get your podcast journey started off from a successful standpoint. So you go from, you know, skipping over pod fade to actually being well ahead of the game and then just a custom program. So if there are certain things that you need, you know, from us, from a podcast or a live stream standpoint, you know, that you, that may not kind of, um, you know, cover the, the creation of content, we can either go deeper or we can go a little bit broader on certain things as well too. So we have three different ways for you to kind of connect with us and where we can, we can help you out. Super excited about it. Our, the response has been, has been awesome. Um, I love, uh, connecting with people, love teaching them, um, helping them get it. That's kind of like my passion, whether it's leadership or it's podcasting. I want to see that light bulb come on and then you are off to the races and you and you are successful. And I'd love to see that that process. So you guys can connect with me and um, just let me know what your concepts, your ideas are. We can kind of move forward from there. Yep. And here it is, you know, Podcasters Live. So go there and connect up with him and you can find out how to get and connect it up with the Podcasters Academy. So good stuff. Good stuff. Um, let's see. I'm supposed to do um, my call to action here. Here we go. Let's see. <laughs> Subscribe. Subscribe. There you go. <laughs> Subscribe. So if you like this kind of stuff every week, my goal is to give you something that moves you forward as a content creator. And so hopefully uh, if you haven't subscribed, you, you will. And I do appreciate that. Um, and definitely appreciate all those hit the like button. We got a few more comments yeah. here. Let's see. First of all, Miss uh, Denise is saying, "Oh, you know, I, I don't have those kind of tech skills. I need easy." Yeah, yeah. Her channel is amazing. She has tech skills. Oh, she is oh, underselling. Oh yeah, herself. I've, I've, I've watched you, your channel. <laughs> I've seen your channel, Denise. I've seen your channel. You you have you you have an amazing presence. You yes. have an you have an amazing presence. She right. Does. And so yeah. Uh, and then mommy got says same here. I haven't, I haven't upgraded. You don't need to upgrade Lala. Yours yeah. is fantastic yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah she has a road new. pod mic, doesn't she? I think she has a road pod mic. Yeah. 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 You sound good. You sound, yeah. you sound good. You need to just go ahead and start your podcast. You've been talking about this for a while. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out, but you know, I love you, but you just need to go ahead and do it. Cause yeah, you need to go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, we know Walter Strong to get his out there too, by the way. So yeah, and then yeah, Anna no, says, no, Mommy no. guy, why fix if it ain't broke? Exactly. If it's mm -hmm. it's working for you, uh, and then she says that her problem is consistency. Mm. I, I can't seem to be able to do it. You just if it's important to you, yeah. set aside a time for it and, and, and make it happen, you know. Um, just kinda think of there. Yeah, keep it simple too. You know, yeah. I think the consistency piece is like I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to to do something, and sometimes it's just piecemealing it all together until a finished print, until a, into a finished product. So just kind of piecemealing some of the simple things and and just kind of tackling them like you know in that aspect. 
And Don says, look at that 90-minute session. What a great idea, Steve. Yep. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate um, that. Anna says, great streaming. Thank you, everybody. And then Mommy says, yes, Steve. She <laughs> needed that tough love. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is our show. Thank you so much, Steve, for being on. Do you have any last thoughts you want to make sure everybody has before you walk out here? You don't know. No, I'm excited, man. And um, I appreciate you, man. Um, and uh, talking about being able to talk about the podcasters uh, live Academy and, yeah. you know, every Saturday we do um, Saturday live training, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Um, I it's um, it's it's increasing. I've been wanting to do it. I think, Roy, you've been rocking with me for a while, man. You remember, I think I started, I started um, when I was in Maryland, I started doing it on a Sunday. And um, when I first started Podcasters Live, and I wanted, and I wanted to do it because, um, but I, just yeah. life and bandwidth. And so now I've finally been able to kind of have the um, time and, and capability to do it consistently on a Saturday morning. And, um, it's been something I've been wanting to do consistently for a while and it's starting to bear some fruit and a lot of people are getting a lot of value out of it. And so, um, just connect with me there. But I would say this is that people are waiting. Someone's waiting yeah. to hear what you got to say, right? They can't move. I know that sounds kind of superfluous, right? They're like, Oh my gosh, no, and seriously, there are some people that can't move because they're waiting for you to put something out. They're waiting for your words. They're waiting for your encouragement. They're waiting for your structure, your content. So go ahead and put it out there. Get started. Come up with something simple, right? Have a, have an idea, right? You can build consistency over time, but getting started, right? It's, it, it, it is really the hardest part. So go yeah. ahead and get started. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's too hot. I was I should have worn my my podcasters live sweatshirt tonight. I didn't do it, man. I'm sorry. That's all right, dude. That's I'll make it up to you. So uh and yeah, definitely catch Steve when he does his live shows and and definitely uh interact and yeah, it's just great stuff. So that's it. That's our show for tonight. Uh let's see, I'm supposed to hit be sure to hit that subscribe button. There you go. And I am so let's see if I point the right way. So last year, me and Steve did a show together where we talked about turning your live stream into a podcast. I will, I will post a link to it right here. So uh, definitely watch that. But definitely, you need to go check out. You got to go check out Steve and and his website. Uh, so definitely go there. And if you have not subscribed to his channel, you definitely need to go subscribe to his channel. Just amazing stuff. If you're thinking about podcasting, go there already. Why haven't you done it already? Go ahead and subscribe. So that's it. That's our show. Thanks to everybody that came by. And you guys have Thanks, a wonderful guys. night. Thanks for watching. Bye.